0: It's time to raise your voice It's time to be heard Because everything counts Everything matters Good news Christian values Alabama's Christian Talk Radio with Greg Davis, Priority Talk.
1: It is Priority Talk live here on your Thursday evening. Welcome. We're glad to have you with us right here on WXJC Radio. It's 101.1 FM. And also, WXJC Radio. You can download the free app and get all the great Bible teaching and talk here on the station, all 24-7. You can tune in seven days a week. WXJC Radio. Download the free app. You can also head to our website and listen live, and you can listen later. And, of course, you'll find all the show info there, of guest resources, uh, topics. All of that there as well as our podcast so you can listen in later if you like. Our advertisers are there so you can support them and use people that we really believe in and we know uh, have high integrity. So head over there and check that out as well. It's all good. Uh, We're glad to be here with you on a Thursday. It is a theological Thursday. It's a day we set aside most of the time to uh, discuss a particular topic of theology, and we're going to do that today as well. Pastor Paul Brazier here with us and uh paul we've made it it's we've made it two thursdays in a row both of us man here. that's
2: good stuff yeah, it yeah. seems
1: like sometimes you miss sometimes i miss and you yeah. sit in so we've made it nate williams here as well we got a trio today. all three of, have we ever done this uh it's maybe it's been a while i Quick, think yeah if it was yeah i don't remember all three of us sitting
2: here together i'm get trying bass, to remember Who's gonna get tenor and who's gonna sing also there you go uh, oh we goodness. A trio yeah. here now.
1: all three of the uh priority talk voices that you hear week in week out Uh, Right here together this afternoon. And if you want to see what it looks like in here, we're on Facebook Live. Is that true? All right. Priority Talk on our Facebook page. And you can link to that directly from our website as well. It's all there. But uh, head over and you can get a look into the studio as we uh, have a... uh, Good time today. We'll be here until 7 o'clock live. I think Paul's got to bow out a few minutes early. Just a little bit, yeah. yeah. Important pastoral duties. Oh, it is. It yeah. is. I'm watching um, Odenville Middle
2: School play the Asheville Middle School. my daughter coaches the, the oh. cheerleaders for oh, the Odenville okay. Middle School. Okay. And I have not made a game yet, and I'm going to make my, my daughter's make last game. and oh, watch it's the last watch one. Watch her coach. Yeah, it's her last well, game. Oh, you, you got to get out of here. I right? know. I know. i got to get there.
1: You just go when you need to go. I'll be good. I'll be All good. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking start, like, of games, did uh, did you did you mm-hmm. get to see the uh, what do we call it a curb stomping the other curb night? Curb stomping, yeah, <laughs> varsity versus JV.
3: <laughs> I'm not uh, sure Monday what night. I'd call it.
1: <laughs> I hate to see any Christians get beat that bad. You know, the Texas Christian University, but man, oh, goodness. well, we said it. You know the. It was scripted there just was like no the WCW, whatever the yeah. the
2: wrestling folks were about. WWE. Yeah. WWE. Y'all, well, it is scripted because anything that
1: Kirby put out there, it happened. Yeah. It just flat happened. Well, that's funny you say that because they were here in Birmingham Monday night. Really? Okay. Yeah, the whatever it is, Raw, what are they called? you call go it? watch yeah. it? Yeah. No, I didn't go. But they were here. <laughs> they were here in Birmingham. I had to go to the airport uh, that yeah. evening. I didn't, I didn't get to see all the game. You know, I had nothing to miss. But I had to go to the airport and pick up and uh came through there and that it was all going on down at the uh yeah. civic center yeah you know, it was funny
2: i've always always thought growing up that that was scripted and then when you and i went to orlando
1: yeah
2: i believe it was at universal studios yeah, or somewhere yeah. like we that we wound
1: up in one of the tapings yeah. what did you think about
2: that you don't tell the listeners about that a little bit uh,
1: you know they were that they were that was the, the saturday morning television show they had and they were just recruiting people to come be in the audience yeah. and act like fools yeah, uh, so they could you know have some scripted matches and, yeah, this um, and that. so yeah, so I don't even remember that, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, we uh, we we wound up in there with a couple other guys. We were down in Orlando for something, and um, yeah, it, I mean, and that that especially I think was very scripted. It was a TV show. It was. Yeah, you know, they'd stop and yeah. start back, and all. it wasn't even live straight through. Yeah,
2: and and Nate, what was funny? The guy before anything started, he came out and he says, no, "Let's get this straight. When I do this, you go yay." Well, you know putting your thumbs up when, when you I do got, thumbs down boo yeah, boo okay, remember that. okay. and so that's all we needed to know the rest of the time we watched him yeah. and thumb up thumb down some little lady that was dressed up like she's 900 years old was had a card and she's in a wheelchair and she's jawing at somebody and then you remember twins a lot came more out. than i did oh i i could i was sitting there and i could not believe what <laughs> i was seeing <laughs> You remember it was more scripted than me. brother it's only it live scripted. wrestling event i've ever yeah. been
1: at but yeah, I, I just I just remember you know you're really close to it because there's only probably a hundred people in there. Oh yeah. And uh, I just remember the old guy, the Undertaker. Oh yeah. Man, he's a big old guy. That's yeah. what I remember. I wasn't going to miss. I mean, with we it. were like you know almost just level, standing beside him basically when he'd walk around. Man, he was a big guy.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I was scared he's going to take us out. The Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, it's fu- it's funny you came up with a topic today, but if you think about a spiritual maturity, it's kind of like the same thing. It's scripted. Holy Spirit scripts that, you know. Mm-hmm. And as you go through life, you you grow a lot, and we'll get in that, I guess, in a little bit. But I, I just thought I thought the scripting of the the, yeah. the WWE was hilarious. I mean, uh, the two boys there was you remember the twins that came out, little short guys. They were little wrestlers. They came out and they brought a table, and they set the table up right by the rink. And I leaned over to Greg and I said, "You watch. One of them's going to get thrown out of the rink. Oh, He's yeah. going to fall on the table. The table's going to collapse." You well, remember more than I did. In five seconds that little one choo, boom, he hits the table and the table of course collapses and breaks and you're like, Well, that's interesting. But it was just so scripted, it was unbelievable. I just couldn't believe it. It's yeah, just well, funny. we've got to
1: follow the script. Yeah. So you mentioned our topic today. Yeah. Um uh, we're asking the question and, and inviting your phone calls. All right. We love it when you call especially on this day. There's just something about our our Theological Thursdays that invite your phone calls in. It's just good discussion for us. Um, We're asking the question, what makes someone spiritually mature? Mm. What makes someone spiritually mature? And I guess we could add on to that. How do you become spiritually mature? I think is the other question. You know, I sort of... Uh, sprang to this um, out, of, out of Colossians and we can, there's a lot of scriptures we can get to today um, but I, I, I sprang into this out of Colossians um, and this is the NIV version and we can get more into the word here but uh, Paul said there he is the one we proclaim that's capital H so we're talking about you know, the Lord admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ
4: Hmm.
1: So if Paul was admonishing and teaching and wisdom so we could be fully mature in Christ, what does that mean? What does it
3: mean to be mature in Christ, and how does one become mature in Christ? Okay, Greg, I, I think I'm going to answer this, and then we're done with the show for the night. No, okay. Don't do that. You we got two hours. <laughs> okay, so the more money you give to, uh, you know, a certain celebrity pastor. Mm. The more blessed you will get, right? And okay. you will then receive lots of money for giving money to that person. Well, you'll get a healing cloth too. Yeah, to get sent to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I answered. Maybe a it. free book. Yeah. Yeah. Paul knows
1: yeah (laughs) you you talk you you talk you talk real familiar with that yeah (laughs) it's like well yeah
2: it's kind of like you see that stuff on tv you know um i'll just jump ship real quick for a second but you remember the what was it sister cleo who was reading everybody's fortunes and she would you could call in on the tv show and she -hmm. had this 1-800 number and you'd call in and you would say your name and all this stuff and she advertised on TV also, and she, she'd call in, and, and you could call in, you get the fortune and all this stuff. Well, she advertised for about two or three years. Well, after about the third year, guess what happened? What? She went bankrupt. You think she foresaw that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, think you think, you think so. And, uh, but but she didn't, you know. And so it's kind of like, uh, you know, when we give our money to those people like that. There's no telling what's going to happen you, to
3: them. You know what happened? Uh, she was just so busy reading everyone's fortunes, she just never read her and own. That's exactly She She just cared so much about people. That's she right. Just, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes oh. sense.
1: But you know, what makes someone spiritually mature? All right. It's 205 941 1011. how do you know someone is spiritually mature? Mature. Mm. How do you know you're spiritually mature? Paul said that's what we're that's what we're kind of going for. Yeah. We're admonishing and teaching and sharing wisdom so someone can be spiritually mature. So all people he said could be spiritually okay. mature. What does that look like? How do you know if you're spiritually Mature. 1011 This is going to be a good discussion if you guys will uh, call in with your thoughts on spiritual maturity. Uh, let's mention too before we go to break. Of course, uh, we had some real storms come through. Uh, wow. The listening audience today, oh, yeah. and so um, you know we uh, are cognizant. Cognizant of is that the right word? Cognizant of that. There you go. And, uh, you know, I, I know across uh, Moulton and some of those areas up there, uh, I, I did see some, you know, some storm damage and some people affected. Mm-hmm. And then south of Montgomery, yeah, really Selma a lot especially. more down there. Yes, yeah, Selma yeah. and down in uh, Connecticut County and some other areas down that way. Uh, really, there were some tornadoes on the ground here in our state today. So uh, let's be aware of that and uh, support those folks in um, any way that we possibly can, okay, if you've got loved ones or friends or uh, in that area check on them and uh make sure that they're uh, that they're doing okay all right before we go to break let's get a first phone call in won't make you hold on through the break 205-941-1011 we're talking spiritual maturity uh and uh troy's with us troy out in trustful alabama go right ahead troy yes
5: sir i think that uh, if you look at scripture you're going to find that it's going to be when you yield to god and god's will and the only way to do that is to know what the word says so I think when Paul is saying he's admonishing and teaching he's teaching about God exposing us to God and his nature and when we yield to that as in walking in the spirit, then we we can reach some level of maturity.
1: yeah so when you yield to God's will, basically is that what you're saying? Yes sir yeah How, how do you know you're yielding to God's will? How, I mean where where do you how do you know that that you're actually doing that?
5: Well, I think this is the only way I can identify with Paul. I know that I'm not all the time, so I've got further to go.
1: Right. Yeah, well, that's one of the passages we've got on our list today, Philippians chapter 3. We've got that. Yeah, that's one we're going to get to. So,
5: There's my two cents.
1: All right, man. Thank you, Troy. Good to hear from you, man. Thank you. Appreciate the phone call. All right. Hey, we also want to invite you to join our text line. We, uh, we actually sent out a little notice today about the program. You could have uh, already been thinking about this topic. Uh, you'll want to text the letters PTR to the number 202-249-5592. And uh, that's on our website as well. If you'll head over to our show website, uh, you'll that number is right there for you. All right. 202-249-5592. Text the letters PTR. You'll get a return message from me. And that'll let you know that uh, you're connected with me here directly in studio. And uh, we do monitor those during the show. And uh, so maybe if you're not able to call, but you want to text your thoughts on spiritual maturity, that's good as well. All right, let's take our first break. We're taking your phone calls. What does it look like for someone to be spiritually mature? How do you become spiritually mature? 205 941 1011. We'll be right back. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. That's today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown Coleman.
0: Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at
6: 205-941-1011. I'm Brenda LaDun from ABC 3340. Listen to Priority
5: Talk with Greg Davis.
1: Talk Live. Greg Davis here, Uh, Pastor Paul Brazier in studio, Nate Williams in studio. We got the whole team going today, Andrew and Stuart, taking your phone calls as well, 205-941-1011. We are talking spiritual maturity. What does it look like for someone to be um, a mature Christian? That's the way we've termed it, a mature Christian. Uh, And how does that come about? Uh, We should Paul says uh, he wants us to all be mature in Christ. What does that look like? Uh, we're going to get a good answer here. Let's go to Eldridge and talk to our old friend, Dion, who we haven't heard from in a good while. Dion, how are you, man?
7: Oh, I'm doing all right. Your you later time there is what I don't call much, but I've been listening. Thank you. I can tell you how you know you've reached spiritual maturity when you wake up in the morning and put on the whole armor of God and you don't have to think about it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. How, how do you put it on, Dion? Tell us how you do it.
7: By reading the word.
1: There you go. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, how many people you think get to spiritual maturity, get, reach a measure?
8: Ooh. I'd be afraid to answer that. I yeah. wouldn't know which way to go with that.
1: Yeah, that's why I asked you. I thought maybe you'd know because I don't know. <laughs> Uh, That's about all I know. Got you, Dion. Hey, good to hear from you, man. Thank you for listening. Yes, sir. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Dion from Eldridge. It's been a little while. Uh, 205-941-1011. Dion's always got a good way, a simple way of saying things. Uh, On the text line, uh, we get, uh, that's a great question. Fruit of the Spirit displayed without debate. Love, patience, peace, gentleness, self-control, yes. Uh, Displaying the fruit of the Spirit, I agree. Uh, And then they say, uh, next, discernment, which is the ability to recognize the biblical and unbiblical in the world Mm -hmm. Uh, and choose the biblical and live it out. I like that. And then third, they say also a Christian worldview, uh, seeing the entire world as the mission field and as our responsibility to evangelize in thought and deed. So uh, we appreciate that uh, from up in Muscle Shoals. Uh, Thank you very much for uh, that text in. Good. All right, the question, what makes someone a mature Christian? And how do you become a mature Christian? Hopefully all of us look back over our life and think now we're more mature than we were, right? Yeah, I think so. And then sometimes you look back and think, I thought I was mature. Man, I didn't know anything. (laughs) That's true. Sometimes you realize you didn't even know what you didn't know. That's very Mm. true. Yeah. very
2: true. I think I was telling you about um, my Bible teacher growing up was Jack Harding from Leeds. brilliant man, was a welder. He did all sorts of things growing up. And then he uh, was always led to to youth ministry. And he was my youth minister in his 60s. And that's why I want to be when I grow up one day is to be a youth minister again. But he uh, um, he would require us to bring our Bibles to Bible study, of course. But he wouldn't bring his. He had his memorized. And uh, if he if you had a King James or you had an RSV or whatever, you had a question, you'd say, "Well, he read it out of this other translation." Mine doesn't read like that, Uncle Jack. Well, he quoted what yours read. He read he your mom. But he always required that, and I always admired him as one of the most brilliant men I've ever been around as far as a Bible teacher. Well. About eight years later, uh, I'm married. I've got, uh, um, uh, you know, married. I'm I'm a youth minister. I'm an accountant, bi-vocational youth minister. I got a phone call from him, and he said, Paul, I wanted to ask you something. He says, I've never really taught kids on how to date, how to be a good date, how to choose your date, biblically what you're supposed to. Basically, it was a a dating and, you know, abstinence class that he wanted to. He said, how do you do that? And immediately when he asked me, you know, who's twenty something years old, uh, how he could teach that, and he's in his mid seventies, uh, I realized then I was around somebody that was not only brilliant and smart, he was very mature. Because to me, Christian maturity always is it's always happening. It's always happening. We had a, a younger young deacon in one of our deacons' meeting. We were in in this meeting and, and there was a guy named Glenn and and brother Glenn was an older fella and he was probably uh right around eighty three or four and he at and the young guy asked the question, says, Brother Glenn, when does lust go away? And Brother Glenn never bad in the night, he just kinda looked at him. I mean, he was kinda like Yoda to us. He was kind of a short guy, but he was but he was kinda like the Yoda the Christian Yoda, if you can have that. And he said, Um, I didn't think he did. Hmm. You know, which which really leads me to this scripture. Paul says, you know, I've already been poured out like a drink offering and the time for my departure has come. I've fought the fight. I've run the race. I've finished the course. I've kept the faith. And what Glenn was saying was you're always in a spiritual battle. Mm. Spiritual maturity is is discerning, as our brother said a minute ago, uh, when that is and, and you need to fight.
1: You know? Always ongoing.
2: Always ongoing. Uh,
1: Paul said, uh, admonishing and teaching everyone with all wisdom so that we may present everyone fully mature in christ um how about this uh, you know in christ is where we are you know what yeah. i mean if we're mm-hmm. if we're uh saved if we're uh, followers of him we're in christ and uh maybe spiritual maturity is when our practice matches our position mm. we're in christ yeah and we want to be fully mature in christ which means our maybe that's a some way to look at it yeah that uh Where we are matches uh, who we are. We're Mm -hmm. in Christ. When we begin to practice that, our position, uh, maybe we begin to reach some measure of maturity in Christ. All right, your phone call is 205-941-1011. How do you know when someone's a mature Christian? It's a good question. Something we all ought to be thinking about. Uh, it's spiritual growth, really, I guess, is the broader topic here. Yeah. Uh, how do you grow spiritually? And how do you know when you've been growing spiritually? All right, we'll be right back on the other side. It is Priority Talk Live here on Thursday, 205-941-1011. Hey, this is Greg. And ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me greg at prioritytalkradio.com and i'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime email me greg at prioritytalkradio.com for more information on traveling with me to the holy land in summer of
9: 2023 and now back to priority talk with greg davis
0: my life be like wow. yeah. my life be yeah. like
1: We're Already Talk Live, Greg Davis here with you, Pastor Paul Brazier here, Nate Williams here as well. We're talking, uh, well, we got a question for you. Uh, we're talking about uh, maturity, Christian maturity. How do you know someone is mature as a Christian? You know, we, we all think of people in our life, you know, you think of people in your church or maybe coming up, people you knew, and you just went, man, they got it. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. They're, they're there. That's what I'd like to be like them one day. But uh, what is it about those people, though, that that brings that about? Do you know what I mean? That maturity. How do you know when someone's mature? You can be fooled. You can really be fooled about when somebody's
2: mature. A lot of times, we'll look at somebody, and because they're a teacher, you think, well, they're really smart. They really know what they're talking about. There was a guy that I really respected and still cared about, an older guy at our church when I was growing up, and he was a teacher forever, amen, almost. Well, when I became... About 25 years old, I found out that he was teaching an adult class, but he did not, and I don't think the pastor knew about it, but he taught that uh, he didn't believe in virgin birth. Mm.
1: Huh. And, uh, and that was in the Methodist church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he uh, was and, just teaching that? Yeah. Well. And you got
2: Uncle Jack who was teaching, you know, the one I was talking about earlier, yeah. who's teaching line by line and, and believed everything, you know. So spiritual maturity is not really what you know. It's, it's like you said a moment ago. Um I, I realize that the office of pastor is really not a position. It's who you've grown in to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when I coached Little League football teams, I was pastoring them. Yeah, you, you say, you made them run laps. Well, we, <laughs> they have to put up my sermons every now and then, too. But, but also, their families, I was pastoring their families and things like that. And I never realized it till later, well, that's why God called me to be a pastor, because that's what I'm already doing. Mm-hmm. you know. And so it's kind of who you become. It doesn't mean you're a mature pastor but but it means you're on that that track and and it's not a positional thing that you can recognize. It's not just because somebody you know, has
1: a title, yeah. in the church or something like that. Yeah, they
2: might have done everything, and they might have even got baptized and just got wet. I didn't want
1: to. I didn't want to confuse yeah. what I was saying about our position in Christ. Yes, I mean, you're saying just because they've got the title about of, the
2: possession, yeah, deacon, yeah. whatever, right. son's doesn't school school necessarily
1: teacher. mean they're mature. Doesn't they mean. should be?
2: They may know a lot of stuff about the Bible, but that doesn't make you mature, right? You know, Jesus says, "I'm going to gather you on the uh, like the sheep and the goats." Right. And left and those on them on the left away from me i never knew you but we did things in your name we did all these things away from me i never knew you mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. wants you to grow the relationship i think that's why hebrews six is so important hebrews chapter six those first six verses where he says you got to press on to maturity yes mm-hmm. you may know about christ but did you let him in did you allow him to come in and really cleanse you
1: well outstanding you know sometimes too we uh we we, we can make progress in maturity and then regress. Mm-hmm. Reminded me one time when I was in high school, playing high school baseball, and uh, I was on first base, and was, I was still going to steal second. Yeah. And I, this literally happened now. I stole the base. I kind of, as I coasted on in to second, I, I noticed the shortstop was coming over, and he wasn't really looking for the ball, you know. And so I just stood up, went right on in, and uh, he kind of – he said, oh, foul ball, foul ball. And I looked around, and the catcher was, you know, kind of trotting back to the backstop. Hmm. He said, foul ball. And uh, I turned around and went back to first base. Well, I got back to first, and my co- the first base coach had not been painted looking or something. And he went, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, it was a foul ball. He said, it wasn't a foul ball. You know what I mean? It, yeah. The, the shortstop, and I looked over, and he was dying laughing. Oh, and God. the umpire <laughs> was laughing, too. That's hilarious. I had literally, and I stole it again on the next pitch. <laughs> that works. But right I had there. literally went. Made it to second and then turned back around and went to first because somebody, oh man, you know, told me wrong. Yeah, told me a lie, and mm. I think that happens spiritually too. It happens. Sometimes we we make some progress and then we turn around and go backwards.
3: Sometimes we think of maturity as a straight line growth. Like if you imagine some sort of graph, that the the line goes straight in some upward trajectory forever. But really, it's like a bunch of uh, scribbles. Scribbles up, down, up, down, up, down. (laughs) And you hope for an overall upward trajectory. But you're not always guaranteed for that with trials and tribulations and periods of peace. It's, It's all thrown in there. Yeah, that's a great point. 205-941-1011 205-941-1011
1: 205-941-1011 205-941-1011 I know some of you out there with you uh, ready to dial and uh, you can always get the phone number at our website as well uh, just anytime you need something head to the website you can sign up for the direct text line or you can also uh, go right there and dial us directly from the website as well so I uh, we hope you guys will give us a call how do you know someone's a mature Christian what does that look like and how do you get that you know we got uh, uh, Troy said that you are yielded to Christ mm-hmm. in his word it's good yeah yeah that means you're you've uh, broken your will and are interested in his will uh, Dion he always sums it up you know really well and uh, he says you get up in the morning and you, you got the armor of God on and you didn't even have to think about it <laughs> that's true yeah. You know it, it's just natural it's so your first thing to do yeah mm-hmm. uh, it's not a bad habit to create just to speak that to yourself you know mm-hmm. and and just go hey I put on the helmet of salvation mm-hmm. the breastplate of righteousness you know and just name them off and you you almost are sort of reminding yourself mm-hmm. of what you have at yeah. your disposal you know that that uh that armor that uh, and you've got the armor of god on uh yeah, you you will be your mind, your yeah. heart, your it'll all be uh, ready, and then you'll have the Word of God, the Sword mm-hmm. of the Spirit, ready to move forward. Yeah, I, I think
2: where you're going from from here is, is to me is it, uh, maturity really revolves around prayer. How how much we pray? Uh, not, not I'm not talking about measuring how much we pray, but but um, well, think about it this way: there are some people I believe they won't pray in public because it's quote not the right place to pray. Hmm. You know, I've had I went to a class one time uh, that I I went to years and years ago. And the guy said, now, when you're in public, don't don't use the name of Jesus. And I said, well, they don't need to call on me in public. Mm -hmm. But but the thing is, is I believe everywhere you get an opportunity to pray, y'all take it, whether it's, you know, we try to ask our waiters or waitresses, you know, can we pray for you? And we say our prayer for over our meal and. And they're like, I've had several just break down and cry. Led a few of them Jesus because of that, and we try to do that every time we go. But but the more opportunities you have to pray, this better. To me, I tell you something else, and you know this as a pastor, Greg. When I'm at the back door greeting people as they're going home. Um, somebody say pray for me pastor I need, I got this and such coming yeah. up this week and all this stuff and, and I'll say I'm going to pray for you but I'm going to pray for you now and that will help me remember mm-hmm. and I just try to pray for them right then yeah, that's
1: the best and, thing to, to
2: and to me those kind of things grow you mm-hmm. and you might not get out of Walmart for people asking you to pray right. for them but, but by the same token uh, you know, prayer is where it starts and ends in spiritual maturity, I believe. And
1: sometimes people Lord. didn't really mean for you to pray for them; they just wanted to tell you something, and they use that yeah. "pray for me" as an excuse to tell you. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. And then you say, "Well, let me pray right now." And they're yeah, kind of yeah. like, "Whoa, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> whoa <laughs> maybe I didn't need to." Have I got to pray Wal- too, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Maybe I shouldn't have said that while I was <laughs> yeah. at Walmart, you know? Because uh, they're like, they get a little uncomfortable with that. I've,
2: but you know, it's wise though. Be always quick to pray, quick yeah. to forgive, and stuff. You know, it says in Ephesians, therefore. Be careful how you walk, not as as unwise
1: men, but as wise, making the most of your time. Yeah, that's good scripture, man. Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy, you say,
3: Nate? Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 6, I think, one measure of spiritual maturity. Well, let me read the verses first, Uh, verses 4 and 5. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. With all your strength. And I think one way you can measure, I put that in air quotes, uh, spiritual maturity is just how much do you love Jesus? You know, we've all met people that you can just tell when they talk about Jesus they are so in love with him. They walk with him daily. They're always praying like y'all are saying. And it's just all over their face. It radiates this joy and this peace. I remember there was a man when I was growing up in Maryland. His name was Pastor Airy. And I just love the way that he talked about God, and I was like, "When I grow up, I want to talk about yeah, God that that's what way." I was saying, yeah, everybody knows somebody. Oh yeah, because you could just tell by the way he talked, and so I think that's a good measure. Just are are you? Uh, do you love Jesus? Do you want to walk closer with Him? And so my my mind went back to that Deuteronomy chapter six passage. Good. That's well, Paul, passage. you were talking about
1: prayer and uh, you know just praying for people and in Jesus' name. Well, it reminded me of. You know the uh, the football player. You know Demar Hamlin that everybody's been praying for. What a mighty miracle! Uh, You know, and they're sitting there on the ESPN set saying, "Hey, you know, we got to pray for Demar." And the guy just said, "Well, I'm gonna pray for him right now." Yeah, and he did. Yeah. Now he didn't add Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. He he kind of. He kind of got soft right there at the end a little bit, but I yeah. still got high respect for the guy to do I what do he did. I do, too. I
2: do,
4: too.
1: But that was a good example. And, you know, the other people sitting there was kind of like, oh, wow, he's praying right now. You know, we were just talking yeah. about <laughs> it. He's actually going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it reminded me of that. Uh, to me, I, I don't know that guy at all, but he showed some maturity. I thought he did, too. By doing that. He really did.
2: And he also showed some immaturity in other people. And the reason uh-huh. I'm saying that is because just a few years ago, people mocked Tim Tebow for praying. Yeah. And uh, and and so not a one of them chimed in on this one. Yeah. Then not a one. of them Yeah. There wasn't anybody it,
1: saying, uh, "No, we can't pray. We nobody that. can pray. Nobody was saying that. Yeah. And nobody saying, "Well, God's not
2: answering you back either. You know. That, well, He answered. Yeah. I mean, uh, if I recall, I think you got out of the hospital
1: today hey, I, or yesterday there uh, already, or like Yeah, or yesterday. Yeah. I mean, that's just and, a miracle. Uh,
2: <laughs>
4: unbelievable. I mean, you know, but it's like, believable with our Lord.
1: Yeah. It, it really I mean, is. really. I mean, and and so. You know, I, I want to hear what that guy's got to say when he gets ready, yeah. Hamlin. Yeah. I mean, what an incredible uh, testimony, really, yeah. of of prayer and maturity. Uh, and just it's just a work of God. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like God was saying, if I can't get the people in the church to pray, we'll just pray right there in the you football arena. Up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, know, uh, you know, I don't know how far to go to give God, you know, blame him for something like that happening. You know what I mean? We like to blame God and we like to give no, God credit is. and, You know, yeah, ultimately, yes, but um, we got a lot to do with it ourselves. You know, we we have a lot of choice to make along the way. Uh, So, you know, I don't want to give, say, God calls the guy to go into a cardiac arrest by any means. But Mm -hmm. when it happened, uh, God used it for his glory, Mm -hmm. I would say. He sure will.
2: He sure will. You know, uh, J. Vernon McGee said something one time, and he was talking about, you know, the passage of Scripture where Job's lost everything, and he tears his robes, and, he says, you know, uh, naked I came from the womb, naked I'll go back, you know. And then he says, uh, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Well, J. Vernon McGee, his commentary, said this. He said, um, you know, when you can give life, then you can take life. Mm, that's true. And uh, and and when he said that, it, at first I thought, what's he talking about? He He's talking about neither, none of us can give life. No. You know, none of us can. And we can't create a life. No. And uh, uh, and he says, and, and of course, Job gives the proper response. When God gives life, blessed be the name of the Lord. And when He takes life, blessed be the name mm-hmm. of the Lord. Because it's appointed for us to die once in the judgment. Mm-hmm. And then you got uh, that. <laughs> then you then you've got what Solomon said. You know, the day of your birth is less than the day of your death. The day of your be- death is better than the day of your birth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think Solomon finally came to maturity. <laughs> you know, I feel like he was not a very wise person in the beginning. No, I really don't. And, uh, but I think he, grew in the in wisdom. he was.
1: He grew in wisdom. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, no doubt about it. Yeah. And that's sort of what Paul says here in Colossians admonishing and teaching everyone with all mm-hmm. wisdom. There you go. Wisdom. Yeah. So that we may present everyone fully mature in Christ. Now, that word mature, that, that's how the NIV, you'll also see it, I think, probably. I'm not looking at them, but I'm assuming, just knowing from my having read the Bible, I think some translations will probably say uh, perfect. Mm-hmm. being pre- made perfect in Christ or whole yeah. in Christ. So that's sort of, let me give, give a little better meaning to that. Yeah. Maybe that adds to the discussion. Uh, it's two zero five nine four one one zero one one. How does someone become mature as a Christian? How does Christian maturity take place? How does someone gain maturity as a Christian? Uh, that's the topic today, and that may seem like a simple question, but uh, if it's that simple... Why aren't more of us mature? Because, mm. oh, honestly, our, church, our churches, and look, I point the finger right at myself. Oh, sure. We're not mature. Mm-mm. If we were mature, a lot of the stuff that goes on in churches wouldn't go on. I agree. You know what I mean? A lot
2: of things in our country wouldn't go on yeah, the way yeah. they are going on but, either.
1: Yeah, but let's just let's, yeah, focus on the church. Th- yeah. A lot of stuff that goes on in the church wouldn't go on if we were mature.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. We don't have enough of so it's a, it. a it begs the question— how do we become mature? How do we help people become more mature? Your thoughts on this topic. It's Theological Thursday. Pastor Paul Brazier, Nate Williams, Greg Davis here, 205 941 1011. I'm going to check the text line as well during the break and see if anybody's uh, commenting there is also. 205 941 1011. This is Greg, and I want you to know about my friend Jeff Harding and Alabama Reliable Roofing. Your local roofing expert since 1998, Alabama Reliable Roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services. Jeff and his experienced team are well-equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs. Look, I know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home, place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630.
9: Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Marketing can be overwhelming. The marketing landscape is full of holes to lose your money. Stop trying to piece your marketing together. Start marketing with a purpose. .Edison Marketing is your full service marketing partner. They are your business's outsourced marketing team. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .edison.com.
7: Hey, Birmingham, this is Bo Bice, and you're listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis on WXJC.
1: Talking maturity in Christ. How do you know when you're a mature Christian? How do you know that someone's mature? How do they get there here on 101.1 FM? Also, uh, we're uh, on Facebook Live. There's three of us here in studio today. So it's not just me or Nate. We got three of us here. So check out the Facebook Live feed. You can watch uh, us and have this discussion. Look, we got closed caption going and all that stuff on there. So. Uh, if you want to listen but you're not able, you can watch and read, all right? Uh, 205-941-1011, and uh, we're headed up to Blunt County, and uh, Randy's up that way in Cleveland. What's going on, my friend?
5: Well, just listen to your show, of course, and got throw my opinion out there Go for on it. what it takes. Well, first of all, obviously, it's not just getting old or how long you've been a Christian has nothing to do with it. The best I can figure out, and I try to study Bible a lot, is studying the Word and applying it to your daily life.
4: Mm.
1: Yep.
5: And then yep. when you screw up, go back and do it again.
1: There you go. I agree with you. Um, so, it's uh, A lot
5: of people, unfortunately, and I know I think, well, I do know you've you talked about being a pastor, is all people know about the Bible is what some preacher told them out of the pulpit. And sometimes the preacher might be wrong. <laughs> you know? That's true. So they need to be studying the Bible on their own and, and once and I feel like I've reached this point where I've gained a certain amount of discernment about what the scripture's trying to say, I might be wrong too, but but I feel good about it, you know. But I'm not sitting here saying I'm a mature Christian, I'm just saying that I'm trying.
1: Yep. Well I think one of the quick signs that you maybe have reached some some maturity is that you you realize I got a long way to go. Oh well, <laughs> you know the yeah, guy the guy and, that shows up acting like he's God Junior. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, watch out.
5: That's right, and and all knowing people, and unfortunately, you know, uh, the internet, you know, social media, whatever. There's a tons of people out there telling their opinions and their ideas, and I got a friend of mine that. He's not a Christian but he's showing a lot of interest, I think the Lord's dealing with him. But he gets sidetracked with some of the wrong people, you know. He he called me one time and I'm not knocking this man I don't know, I guess okay to say his name on your show, but he's listening to Phil Robertson, Duck Dynasty guy, and he 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 had it all figured out. I said, No nah, now Phil Robertson ain't gonna get you to heaven you <laughs> know. So it's a a lot of my, and I ain't saying everything Phil Robertson says is wrong. I'm no, just saying no. that you you, you got to take it all and 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 make sure it's what it's scriptural because a lot of this stuff's not scriptural.
1: So very true. Look, and Phil Robertson, look, I like him. He's been a guest on this show before. Oh, yes. um, I like him too. I listen. I I get his books. Uh, I, I listen to their podcasts sometimes, and they do a lot of good mm-hmm. stuff. I don't agree with him on everything, right. but like right. I say, I don't always agree with myself either. So <laughs>
5: well, and and sometimes I reread, you know. I don't know about you, but every time I read the Bible, I pick up stuff I missed last time.
1: That's right. Every time. Oh, yeah. And, that is right. And that's
5: why, you know, like like you say, I, I'm not saying Phil Robinson doesn't have any, but he sometimes I don't agree with him, and that's the problem with young people or young Christians or Christians or people that are maybe being dealt with getting bad information.
1: Yep, you're right. So. Well, Randy, we appreciate yeah, the appreciate phone call, man. It's good to hear from you. Yep. Call, call right, us some man. more. That's good stuff. We'll do it. All right, All right brother. Thank, thank you. It. Bye-bye. All right. uh, listen, well, oh, other side – well, oh, on down the road from Cleveland is uh, Gadsden, Alabama. That's where Ryan's at. Go right ahead there, my friend. Right, Hello? Right. There you go. Go right ahead, man. You're on. Oh, Hey, uh,
10: this is Brian from Gadsden. Brian, uh, I'm sorry. All right. Hey, love your show, guys. Um, one, I think uh, we've got. To, you have to get in the Word, and you understand the Word. You have to rightfully discern the Word, and the only way you can do that is, you know, to be in the Word, or we'll be uh, carried away by every wind of false doctrine. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many doctrines out there for someone who is a babe in Christ, as we say. Uh, If you're looking for the doctrine that will you know tickle your ears and fit your lifestyle, it's out there. All you got to do is hunt and find it. (laughs) Um, I think. But if you get in the Word and you meditate on the Word and and you understand the Word, then you start to live the Word. Um, But also, I think we'll fully be spiritually mature when we meet Him face to face in heaven.
1: Yep, not till then, then then really.
10: we will we'll, We'll be known and fully known. We'll fully know him, and he fully, he already fully knows us. But I think we'll be fully spiritually mature when when uh, we meet him face-to-face.
1: Face. Yeah, outstanding. That's a good phone call, Ryan Or Brian, I'm sorry, Brian. Thank you, brother. Yes, yes sir. All righty, good Thank deal. You. Yeah, sorry about that. Sometimes it's uh, hard for us to catch exactly names the uh, first time through. So um, anyway, hey, good phone calls. That's why Great we open up calls. the phone lines and want you guys to call because you're, you're saying— uh, you're speaking, and some of this stuff you guys are saying are stuff we want to say, but we're holding off trying to let you guys say some of it. that's right. Uh, now, we did have a, uh, a text here about, uh, you know, saying, uh, I don't know what to say if you guys aren't mature because you guys are pastors and you know the Bible inside out. I don't know about that. Uh, you have a Christian talk show. Now that, yes, we do. So I would just assume you guys are mature, but I also believe that humility... Uh, So none of us think that we're mature. That's right. I I think you're you're right on there.
2: Uh, We're all maturing. And I think Randy said something a moment ago that was really cool. He said, you know, Phil Robertson's not going to get you to heaven. Well, Phil Robertson's. you know, he says he's a Christian. I feel sure he'll be in heaven one day. And I know Phil, the three of us will be there, not because of us, but because God, Jesus Mm -hmm. gave us, you know, life eternal. But the thing is, we can't get anybody to heaven. All we can do is introduce them to Jesus, yeah. and they've got to pray in Jesus can, and the Holy Spirit. We can point them that direction. That's right. <laughs> but ultimately, <laughs> we can't. That, yeah. that, Jesus is the one that does it. It's not yeah. me. It's, all we do is plant and water. And that's about it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right and there, uh, yeah, we can't. Jesus get there. does the rest.
1: Yeah. Well, Philippians three is just one of those classic passages for yeah. this. I'm surprised we we've hit all around it, but we hadn't totally went to it yet. Maybe we'll do that on the other side. Uh, Paul just says whatever gains to me now I consider loss for the sake of Christ mm. um, and uh, he goes on and talks about how uh, you know I I, uh, you know press forward in Philippians he said forget I press forward behind. I forget those things that are behind me I press forward uh, and, and I realized that I hadn't really obtained anything yet And this was Paul while he's writing mm. the, the, pr- the prison epistles <laughs> you know uh, wow. sitting in prison and he's saying I, I'm not even there yet So for any of us to say we're there, no. We've missed the point. Yeah, Another hour to come, maturity as a Christian. What's it look like? How do you get it? We'll be right back. Hey, this is Greg. And ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023.
0: It's time to raise your voice. It's time to be heard, because everything counts, everything matters, good news, Christian values, Alabama's Christian Talk Radio, with Greg Davis. Priority Talk.
1: Our number two Priority Talk live, WXJC Radio. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being with us. Here at 101.1, and also we're on our Facebook live stream. If you want to go there, you can get a look here in the studio. Is that still going? Same one or new one? Did we? New one? Okay. So we just started a new hour number two Facebook live stream. If you want to head over, you can see that. We start another one because some reason, if we go much over an hour, it goes off for some reason. I, but when we start it again, it's fine. So anyway, hmm. that's just uh, some of the technicalities. I don't know why it does that. But it gets to about an hour and fifteen or twenty minutes, and just cuts off. So That's we just, interesting. so we just do two one hours when That's a good we do idea. It. So anyway, we're here, and you can head to PriorityTalkRadio.com. You can always listen there live or later as well. The podcast is there. Lots of good information on there. Lots of good stuff. Lots of great guests. If you're new to the program, we encourage you to go back to the podcast and just kind of take a scroll through there and uh, see what you see. I bet you'll find some stuff that you wouldn't mind listening to. Pastor Paul Brazier in studio for one more segment, and he's got to go. Nate Williams here with me. We're here until 7 p.m., and we're talking about how do we know someone is mature in Christ or is a, is a mature Christian? Ever how you gonna say it? Uh, how do you know that? What does that look like? Uh, we did get another text line here, Nate. You want to read that one?
3: Oh yeah, it was a a great a great text. Uh, I think meekness which is having a teachable spirit will help lead to maturity. And when mature, a person can spot false teaching. So meekness, I think, is great. It reminded us, we, we were uh, talking about this a little bit in, during the break, about Micah 6a and uh, a beautiful verse, one of my favorites. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you to act justly? and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your god and i thought that just uh, that that's just a great verse on meekness and humility
1: yeah very good it really yeah, is. yeah yeah and i like that meekness is a teachable spirit because or humility those words are almost synonymous yeah. uh, because if you're, of, you're if you're if you're not humble or meek no one can tell you anything yeah. and there's people out there like that
2: Well, and then you also think about, you know, we're reading in Philippians already, and you'll be going through that a little bit more in a little bit. But, you know, in Philippians 2, 7, it says, but he emptied himself, taking on the form of a bondservant. He's talking about Jesus Mm -hmm. there. Jesus left the throne, emptied himself, Mm -hmm. took the form of a bondservant, made in the likeness of men. So he's fully God. He's fully human. That had to be a humbling experience. Well, and I
1: think a lot of translations do say that. He emptied himself or humbled himself. Humbled himself. Humbled Mm -hmm. himself, yeah. Uh, we're talking about this word "mature," and it's used quite often in the New Testament. We've given a couple examples of it, um, and and that word there is is a word called uh, teleos. and uh, and it doesn't always mean. And sometimes it's translated "perfection." We said that, yeah, uh, to you know to be perfect, uh, but it, that doesn't mean absolute perfection. But it means a a, a measure of completeness or wholeness. Mm. Uh, you know to be to be whole in Christ or to be complete in Christ what does that mean what does that look how do you know man i'm complete in Christ uh I, to me i'm just kind of going off that you're not looking for anything else you found it I don't mean you got it all figured out doesn't mean you're perfect yeah. but you're not out look, you're not looking for anything else yeah you're 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 complete you're whole Content. And, um, your yeah, contentment goes certainly pl- mm-hmm. is, is part of that. Absolutely, doesn't mean you're faultless. Um, and and as one of our earlier callers said, it doesn't mean that. Um, you know, it doesn't come with age. Mm-mm. Doesn't come with age. Doesn't come with age. And it doesn't come automatically. Maturity doesn't. Just because you've been in church or been saved or a Christian or whatever you want to call it a long time, you can be just as immature
2: at ninety years as old anyone. as you can nine. At, nine. yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. You really can. Um, you know you said something just a second ago that really made me think um you you know when you're talking about maturity it's really more of the relationship with the lord than anything um my wife asked me um paul when my dad passed away this this last year she said paul when do you think what was the time that your dad was most proud of you and I looked at her and I said, I didn't even, didn't even have to think about it, Greg. It, it wasn't, you know, I could name times where so I did something. He passed away last year. He passed away back in so August. So you uh, April, I mean. And so and she said, when was the, the time that, that he was most proud of you? And I looked at her and I said, Laurie, my dad was proud of me every time I walked into his presence. Mm. And to me, that's kind of, that's the way it is, what it should be with the Lord. When we're yeah. in his presence, he's proud of us because that's where he wants us to be. Yeah, and that's where he can cleanse us. That's where he can teach us. That's where we can have fellowship. And and to me, Christian maturity is a is about prayer. It's about your relationship with God, and it's, and it's about a real relationship. It's not a an idol idealistic relationship. And I'm talking about idol. I, idol is what I'm trying to say. I don't know how to make that word up right yet, but I'll come up with it one day. Idolish. Yeah, yeah. and so. You know, it's not something, well, if I do this and do this and do this, I read my Bible and do this and do these set of things, then I'm a, a mature Christian. No, you've got to listen to the Word because the Word of God, just like the, the caller said a my ago, the Word of God's living, and it really plants seed in our life. And, uh, and so, you know, we read God's Word. It's not that we're uh, worshiping the Bible or anything like that. like that. We're listening to what God is saying to us over and over again. And my dad had to tell me a lot of things over and over again. And that's one reason our relationship was so good, mm-hmm. and so same with the father. The Lord's done a lot for me, and I got a long way to go. And um, but to me, we're all maturing, and that's what we're supposed to be.
1: Well, your dad—he was a great, great guy. Thank you. Very. I always loved uh, being with him and around him, and always felt like I, I wanted him to rub off on me a little bit. <laughs> oh thank you. He, really, he really was. He was. Well, Paul, we're gonna go to break because you okay. got to get out of here. Family uh-huh. obligations. Hey, call, enjoyed being with y'all, and we're gonna let you roll, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday. If not before. All right. You well, got it, We'll see you then. All right. So let's take a break. Let's take your phone calls when we come back. Let's put a little different spin on it. What are some things that people mistake for Christian maturity? That's a good yeah. question. Yeah, I know. Nate
3: <laughs> Came right up with it. Uh, I didn't mean for that to bounce back to me. No, it is. <laughs> oh, man. You said it. You
1: did it. Earlier. I heard it. And I said, well, let's do that in hour number two. What do people mistake for Christian maturity? And Paul, you hit on a couple there just a minute ago. All right, here's the number. Give us a call during the break and we'll get you right on when we return. 205 941 1011. We want you to give us a call and talk to us about being mature as a Christian. What's it look like and what's it not look like? 205 941 1011. Greg Davis here, and I want to remind you of Priority Talk's longest-running advertiser, and that's today's family dentistry, your friendly dental practice conveniently located in downtown Coleman. Make your appointment to see Dr. David Kim, Dr. Key Tan, or Dr. Stephanie Young, along with an experienced and certified team of dental technicians, along with a friendly staff I might add, who serve both children and adults with a wide range of dental services. That includes general and restorative care, along with the cosmetic enhancements to meet all of your family's dental needs. Today's Family Dentistry accepts Medicaid for children under 21, Blue Cross Blue Shield All Kids, and most commercial insurances. Give them a call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. That's today's Family Dentistry located in downtown Coleman. Call today and make your appointment 256 739 3337. Today's Family Dentistry in downtown (laughs) Coleman.
0: Are you listening or just joined us? Guess what? It's time to call Greg at 205-941-1011.
3: Hey, this is Charles Billingsley, and I just want to thank you for listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis.
1: It's Priority Talk, and we continue uh, with this evening's program. We are live here on your Thursday evening during the 6 o'clock hour. And, man, you 6 o'clock listeners are really quiet. Give us a call, 205-941-1011. Seems like one day the calls took off during the 6 o'clock hour. But other than that, uh, no, 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 not not getting a lot of calls. Come on, guys, 205-941-1011. We're talking... Uh, How do you know someone is spiritually mature? How do you become spiritually mature? And now we're going to add to that. uh,
3: What do people mistake for spiritual maturity? Mm. Well, before we get to that second one, which I think will Mm -hmm. be a really fun one to talk about, uh, another marker of spiritual maturity, I'll read Hebrews uh, 13 verse 7. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. It's so important to have mentors mm-hmm. uh, with with your your walk with God because they can give you good feedback. Right, you walk with them, you you talk with them about you know your struggles, strengths, life, and it's it's important to have a community of friends around you. Local church, accountability group, Bible mm-hmm. study. People that'll just tell you what you need to hear. Sometimes we surround ourselves with yes men that just say things that we like. But do do we make sure to help? Uh, you know, to, to, for our own spiritual growth, do we surround ourselves with people who will give us the truth when we need it? Because that'll really help with maturity.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. No, that's a good word. Very good. Uh, there's a difference between growing older in Christ and growing up in Christ, and I think that's some of what we're talking about here. Um, we want to grow up, we want to, uh, we want to become mature, um, get out of preschool, get out of kindergarten, get out of elementary school. Uh, for some, you need to jump into middle school or high school. Some need to go off to college, and I'm, I'm talking about spiritual maturity is what we're talking about. Uh, you know, when we talk about what people mistake for Christian maturity. I'm gonna start right off the bat, and we, we hit on it a little bit earlier. Uh, I'm gonna start with we mistake maybe church attendance. Oh, for, that's a good one for Christian for Christian maturity. Uh, someone could be going to church constantly and be very immature. Does it doesn't come automatically. Now it'll help you going to church. Okay, I, I'm all for it. It's gonna help you become mature, but it's not automatic because you attend church regularly. Uh, there's there's a little more to it than that But that's certainly very helpful Alright, up to Huntsville, the Rocket City Hey Michelle, how are you?
11: Hi, I'm good, how are you?
1: We're fantastic, what are you thinking?
11: Well, I just felt led to share When I met my now husband I was not a Christian And he was a Christian And uh, he, uh, he Knew a lot about the Word of God He uh, was serving in the church um, But he was struggling with a major drug addiction, and he'll, he'll testify now he was completely set free later from that. Um, but he, he will testify that he knew the Word of God, but he didn't know the God of the Word.
3: Hmm. I like
4: that.
11: And I've, I've experienced that with a couple other people, that you see them in the Word, but they don't know the God of the Word.
1: Hmm. That's good. That, that's a good way to say it I've heard it said you know um maybe you got a Bible but the Bible don't have you you know right <laughs> I like that too uh, very similar maybe to that so how what happened for him to finally know the God of the word how would that turn how'd that turn
11: well he came to the end of himself he was uh struggling so bad he had been in the hospital multiple times because he was struggling with uh you know uh, really serious drugs he was injecting drugs into his body. Cool. And he came to the end of himself, and he entered into a program called Outreach Ministries of Alabama in Valermosa Springs, and uh, he was ready to give up, and um, he, he'd only been there a couple of days, and he was uh, uh, detoxing off of his the drugs that he was on, and... Uh, he was ready to give up, and then the, one of the counselors just began proclaiming the Word of God over him, and he said, you know what? I'm going to surrender everything to Jesus. I haven't done that yet. I haven't tried that yet. So he said that moment, everything lift off, lifted off of him. He's never had a drug craving since.
1: Wow. Wow. Just give it a try. Well, yeah. Michelle, what a wonderful word. What a great testimony. Thank you for sharing it with us. And Have you called us before, Michelle?
11: I have not. I just now, this is the first time I've ever listened
1: to y'all before. Oh, really? Okay, well, good. Well, I hope you call us some more. Uh, yeah, we're on here 5 until 7, Monday through Friday. Sweet.
11: Yeah, enjoy
1: it. All right. Thank you, Michelle. Good to hear from you. Thank you. All righty. Let's move along uh, to Bluntsville, Alabama. Billy's up. Go ahead, my friend. Hey, Greg. Yes, Billy sir.
7: Here. Uh, on, uh, I'm here. Billy on. I i taking of some and poster stuff two small Methodist churches, uh, one in Black County and one in Coleman County, but, you know, what a question. What makes a mature Christian? And I, I tell you, I have to say, it, I still feel like I'm a little baby trying to start crawling, you yeah. know? Uh, but I would have to think this. Really I, I had the, the youth minister went before I started pastoring at the church I was attending here, the Methodist Church in Brooksville. He drove my bus for me, I, I coached basketball, and what was so interesting was that we would go in anywhere to eat, and he was always talking about God. He was talking about our Savior Jesus, what he did for us. and What was amazing to me was, was the reaction of the people that were listening to the conversations, mm. you know, of how they were just starving for, for God, for Jesus, for, for salvation. You know, and uh, I got into the, the ministry about six years ago. I called, I told my pastor that I wanted to be in the ministry. God was calling me to the ministry. And little did I know, in about a month, our, our district superintendent called and said, Billy, I found your church. And I had to ask him, Well, did, did I ask for
4: this? <laughs> yeah.
7: I went anyway. It was that call. Uh, but, you know, what I think this, I think with me, and again, I don't, you know, I, I, maybe you could define that. I don't know where I would be on that meter of of, of an infant to a mature Christian, but uh, I think now my my goal is to share Christ with everybody, every person I come in contact with.
4: Mm.
7: Well, and I I miss the point a good bit of the time, and I think, wow, oh, man, you talk. So much to that person, and you didn't mention Jesus, mm. and uh, that's the most important thing in this life for everyone. To me, is is sharing Christ with them because that's what this life's all about.
1: Amen. Amen. And well, getting to
7: the next life.
1: Well, Billy, tell me uh, what what church are you pastor of? Uh, let the folks p- well, p- know. i
7: I got uh, Rock Springs United Methodist Church here in North Blount County, and. I travel there and do it at 9 a.m., and, and then I go on up Highway 67 to Joppa, Okay. to Joppa United Methodist Church.
1: Well, wonderful. Well, that is uh, great. By and, the way, uh, I wanted to yep. tell
7: you, I know your daughter is going to UNA. I, I, I texted you a couple of weeks ago, and, and I'm a UNA graduate,
1: 1990. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she loves it up there, and uh, we, we like it up there as well. Good. Uh, great great part of the state uh, the shoals area beautiful sure is. Part. Yes. yeah and it's amazing how many people have never really been there in alabama it's it's a little you hard know, to get to you know it's not not right on the interstate
7: to me it's the most beautiful campus in the state really the most beautiful one i you know berlin southern beautiful place There's a lot of beautiful campuses, mm-hmm. but, and a wonderful school on top of ride,
1: so well good well man i appreciate you mentioning that as well uh, thank well, you, Billy. That's a great phone call. Hope you'll call us more regular, man. We need to hear from you. All right. Thank y'all. Wonderful. All right. We appreciate it. All righty. Ask, and you get calls? How'd you like that? So right. the go. 6 o'clock hour has been quiet for us, uh, by and large, since we've uh, you know been during this hour, been doing the show from 6 until 7. So let's hear from some more of you. 205-941-1011. I mentioned that uh, church attendance is something that people mistake for maturity. And, uh, you know, and you'll hear that sometimes in churches, maybe if they're, uh, looking to nominate or, or, you know, ordain deacons or elders or things like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things you'll hear is, well, man, they always come to church. Yeah. You know, and, and look, if someone's not regular in church, there's probably some good chance they're not as mature. Okay. I get that. Yeah. There, there's exceptions to that. I know. But, um. Uh, But that doesn't mean someone's mature. You know, there needs to be well he's always in church
3: and there needs to be some more there. Yeah, it's the whole correlation doesn't equal causation. So it's good for someone to be in church regularly, but that does not necessarily mean anything when it comes to spiritual maturity. Correlation does not
1: mean causation. And look, you're gonna you're gonna take this to be an a intellectual program if you're not oh, careful. Oh,
3: I, I don't know about that, but you know, just you there, there, there's a connection there, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're mature. You know I what I mean?
1: You. Yeah. Do you do you talk that? Uh, intellectual when I'm not here?
3: Oh, uh, I don't know. You have to ask look, the listeners. You're making me look
1: bad if you are. Oh, <laughs> using, oh hush. Using equations like that. Hush. 205-941-1011. What else do people mistake for for spiritual maturity? I've thrown out church attendance. What else uh, maybe can you come up with? And also, you can text us. Join our text line. You'll text us directly here in studio. 202 249 5592. You heard Billy say he's a part of that. We appreciate it. 202-249-5592. Text the words uh, or the letters PTR and hit send. And then you'll get a reply message. And that way you'll know you're connected, that you got the number right, and you're connected with me and Nate, or Nate and I. Now you got me being conscious. <laughs> Nate and I right here in the studio. 202-249-5592. Text the letters PTR and then hit send. Sometimes people text PTR and then they write their message and that doesn't work. PTR and hit send. And if you want to do that later, just go to our website. The number's there. Right when you pull up the website, you'll see it. All right. We've got a half hour left here on Thursday evening. Let's hear from you, 6 o'clock listeners. 205 941 1011. Hey, this is Greg, and ever since the first time I visited Israel in 1999, I've encouraged others to also experience the land of the Bible for themselves. I'm wondering if you've ever dreamed of visiting the Holy Land and walking where Jesus walked. If so, why don't you pray about touring Israel with me in the summer of 2023? We will experience a 10-day pilgrimage that will include visiting biblical sites around the Sea of Galilee and actually taking an inspirational boat ride on the same waters that Jesus walked upon. We will also visit the holy sites in the city of Jerusalem, including Golgotha and the Garden Tomb. You'll also experience the Dead Sea and many significant Old Testament sites. The Bible will come alive to you like never before. Are you interested at all? Email me. Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, and I'll share with you much more information about this trip of a lifetime. Email me, Greg at PriorityTalkRadio.com, for more information on traveling with me to the Holy Land in summer of 2023. Greg Davis here, and we hope we're back on the air. Um, Okay, we had a technical difficulty there during the break. Uh, Nate went out, and you didn't even know, did you? I did not know. <laughs> yeah. I, I came back in. I'm very confused. Yeah. As soon as uh, you left out, it's like the computer just froze. So all the commercials and you know all that uh, just froze up. So uh, we don't know what happened. So we were sort of just off the air there for a moment, and uh, we appreciate you guys calling us and letting us know. We knew, though, and but we always appreciate the call. It's nice, nice to know people are, are listening and that they'll uh, you know alert you when there's a problem. But anyway, I think our mics are working. Uh, we're live on the air. It was just the, um, you know, the commercials and the station stuff and all that kind of stuff was not playing. So, okay. so we're back on. And uh, I did. Uh, we took a had a phone call or two there off the air. Uh, so we appreciate that. Um, we'll follow back up with you there as well. Uh, 205-941-1011. We should be able to take your phone calls just fine. Uh, that's not a problem. The problem was uh, with all of the the music and the commercials and such. Okay, uh, Nate, when you left out, we were talking about um, uh, you know how we things we mistake for Christian maturity. Yeah, and, uh, and we had mentioned church attendance, and then you mentioned you went to finances.
3: Yes, uh, maybe tithing is something I'll go to that we think uh, maybe the more we give to God, uh, you know, yeah. phar- Pharisaical type stuff comes to mind. That maybe the more we tithe, the 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 more spiritual we are, the more yeah. mature we are, and that's also not necessarily an indicator not necessarily. of spiritual growth. Uh, typically is a good sign though cuz usually yeah, people want money, to give yeah. well, people's
1: money finances for most people is one of the last areas that they sort of yield to yeah that's a, true i think it was troy said earlier but not necessarily yeah uh, yeah but and you hear that in the church sometimes too you will go well you know so and so should be on the so and so committee or whatever board mm-hmm. or whatever cuz you know and the thing is they give a lot of money so you just assume they must be yeah. highly mature and highly committed and all that kind of stuff and And that's not always true. So I agree with you. Uh, Just because someone uh, gives is, uh, and I'll say give. You said tithe. I'll just go broader and say because someone gives money, uh, because then you could get into the tithe and all that, and what that means. But, um, uh, you know, because really the more, let me just go there. The more mature you are, I believe the more you'll give. I think so. A tithe, you know, we think of a tithe. Man, if somebody tithes. Wow, they're super duper. And really
3: mm-hmm.
1: tithing's just the minimum of yeah. giving. That's not the that's not like the max out. That's yeah. not the ceiling, that's the floor.
3: Tithing was more of a old testament thing and now I think in the New Testament when it comes to it comes money. Beyond that. We're just supposed to give as 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 we're able. You know, give beyond that.
1: Well, yeah, we should we should give a tithe, I believe. Uh, and then but then we should give offerings on top of that yeah and uh, and 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 alms on top of that to the poor so there's different uh, categories or ways to give
3: and also and, and, time you
1: know ev- everything about you you give right sure sure of who you are but yeah when you're, but just talking about money uh it can be a good indication uh, of maturity but like you said not necessarily uh because someone uh gives their their money for some people uh that don't Struggle with areas of finances or money, or maybe perhaps they've got a lot of money. Giving money's for some people very easy to do. Mm. It's easier to give money than it is to give of themselves, like you said. Yeah, a lot of people. Hey, just tell me what. And I need to write a check. How much? You know, yeah. <laughs> or I need to. How much on the? You know, I need to swap the card. How much? That, but if you ask them to go actually uh, uh, serve someone or get involved personally or something, they they're not. Gonna, they won't do it. Yeah, and so just because you give, I, I think that is uh, very true. Just because you give money doesn't necessarily mean that someone is a mature Christian. Uh, none of these things, in in and of themselves, are an indication of maturity. But I do think that uh, they are good indicators in with people. But uh, but in and of themselves, one by itself isn't a, isn't really a good sign of maturity necessarily. You know, Paul talked about how you know he said that uh you know i uh don't feel like i've attained you know like i've gotten there Uh, but i forget those things in the past you know uh i I hadn't arrived yet and i think some of what we're saying here today is i'm gonna say a sign of maturity is someone who doesn't think they've arrived (laughs) yeah you know yeah. If someone shows up and says, hey, I got it together and I'm there, that's a good sign they're not. Very true. If somebody says, I got all the answers, I usually think you don't know all the questions. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's just, the, that's just the, the truth of it. But Paul said, I press on to take hold of that which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Mm. Uh, and he says, I don't consider myself yet to be fully taken hold of. Now, I'm not there yet. And this is Apostle Paul. Uh, But this one thing so here's one thing for you forget what's behind and press or strain toward what's ahead so that also tells me that uh, it's work Mm -hmm. it's it's a strain it's a struggle oh yeah so if you feel like you're struggling in the faith if you're struggling to mature if it's if it's hard if it's a strain if you feel like like i told last time you get to second base and then turn and go back to first base if you feel like that's what's going on uh hey you're right at home because it is a strain it is a struggle paul said it's hard but then he goes on and says but i press on toward the goal I, i i'm pressing i'm working i'm straining toward it you know um you know, Christian maturity. Just because you walked an aisle and said a prayer, and maybe you became born again—to use Jesus' words—maybe hmm. um, you were born again. Uh, uh, you know, you're working from your salvation, not for it, but you're working from salvation. I like that. And so hmm. he says, you know, when I, I Paul, he said, "Look, I've been taken hold of, but I'm pressing on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus." So. You know, Paul says, even I'm, it's a struggle. And, uh, but I'm going to forget what's in the past. You have to look forward and look toward maturity. But you look at Paul, I mean, you know, what's not spiritual maturity? Paul said, look, I was a Pharisee of the Pharisee. I was a Hebrew of the Hebrew. You know, he he was steeped in it, uh, very religious, uh, all of these things. And he said, look, all those things that I thought were gain to me, he said, I consider them lost now. For the sake of Christ, all those things that people thought were a good sign in my life of being a good Jew, he said, I, I think all those things. He goes on and just says they're dung. You know what I mean? They're they're fertilizer, basically.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah, is
1: what he says. And uh, those things, I'm uh, I'm past all that, uh, but I press on that I may take hold for that which Christ Jesus has also laid. On me. So it's easy to live in the past. It's able to, easy to get discouraged, uh, and it's easy to dream about the future. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You have to live in the present. And Paul's sort of saying that. I'm not going to think about the past. I'm going to right now, today, uh, press on in the, uh, in the present for what one day is that goal, that prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Uh, and reach out for that thing that is ahead and the prize is that crown of righteousness and Paul talks about it in 2 Timothy and he says I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pursue this uh, I'm going to go after it this prize or this goal there is, a, there is a goal, there is a prize out there and it is that crown of righteousness that one day uh, we're all after uh, what makes someone spiritually mature? how do you get there? and conversely what do people mistake for s- spiritual maturity? 205-941-1011. We can take your phone calls uh, here. I don't know if we can go to break, can we? Okay, so we're, we're back on track. Everything's good? Okay, wonderful. Um, uh-oh. we, we <laughs> Call us back. All right, we, we just hit the wrong button. Uh, there you go. They're calling right back. Let's we'll see if we can get a caller on here before we go to break. Uh, we're getting it working here.
3: Hey, technical difficulties, part of life.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got it. All right, let's get this call on. It is uh, Cherie is with us. Is that the same? Okay, Cherie is with us in Good Springs, Alabama. Hello, Cherie, yes. how are you?
6: Well, sherry Sherry, I'm sorry. I'm doing great. I'm recovering from a little bit of bronchitis, <laughs> so I have a gravelly voice, but. I could not help but think on spiritual maturity now, by the way i'm seventy nine mm. and I talked to you about a week ago, <clears throat> and then i heard, I loved all the comments that I've heard, and it was interesting about the the um putting on the armor in the morning and but I have to tell you what one of the hard lessons I learned in life is spiritual maturity really. I find out what I really am when I get squeezed, <laughs> yeah. and if, if I am squeezed and I respond with the fruit of the Spirit, the love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, goodness, faithfulness, meekness, and or self-control, then I know I'm okay, but I love what you said just a few minutes ago because you were saying, I haven't arrived yet. You yeah. know, and of course, none of us really have. We press toward the mark for the prize of high calling. This is a great discussion tonight. I don't get to listen to you every night, but I do listen to you some. But well, spiritual maturity it. is just growing and learning and keeping on seeking. And like one person said a moment ago, um, when we fall, get back up again. But of course, I'm not the first one to say all these things, but experientially, when I respond correctly, biblically to a situation, you know, when I'm getting squeezed, which is quite often, um, then I know, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing okay with the Lord. Yeah. But, um, and then I, I, I can't remember which one of you it was that said something about, we are being saved you know so scripturally true and it is it's a daily fight a battle like i never knew existed when i first became a christian Mm
4: -hmm.
6: and i come from a legal background where uh doing the do's and not doing the don'ts and it you know that's a hard life (laughs) a very hard life it is a very
1: hard life yep and that that's what people mistake for spiritual maturity is that they've checked all the boxes
6: Mhm. Exactly. You put it very well.
1: And that is a that is a uh, treadmill that's hard to get off of. Oh yeah. mm-hmm.
6: It is. And and it I'd say it's impossible without the Holy Spirit. But I've learned more, you know, about knowing God and um, and that's really where my well my journey first started when uh, my first husband walked out and the. Christianity that I had was not enough to get across the street,
4: Mm.
6: and it was just doing the do's and not doing the don'ts, and I thought I was a really good girl, (laughs) but, but, buddy, I found out. It sent me scrambling, you know, when I would commit adultery with my Lord, you know, not physically with someone else, but, you know, leaving Him was just like the adultery that was committed by someone I loved very much.
1: Spiritual spiritual but, adultery uh-huh. is what you're talking about. Yes,
6: sir. Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: Yeah. Well, but, Sherry, um, great phone call, ma'am. Um, I'm so glad you called us, and we'll, we'll get your name right next time.
6: Oh, it's okay. It's okay. I answer to a lot of things. It,
1: sometimes it's hard, <laughs> it's hard for us to pick it out sometimes. Uh, yes, sir. Well, thank you very uh, much I, from Good Springs, uh, Alabama.
6: You're welcome. It was a great great getting to talk with you. Thank, thank you.
1: Me. Yes, ma'am. Bye. Alrighty. 205-941-1011 yeah I love she's talking about working out your salvation with fear and trembling um, you know and people can get very works oriented there but Paul you know he says look this ain't just about trying harder he goes on and says in the next verse for it's God who works in you both to will and to do his good pleasure so it's God who, uh, who does the work and, uh, and we work it out. You know, you just, uh, you, yeah, you got to put forth effort. There's no doubt about it. I'm not saying it's not effort. I'm not saying it's not strain. I'm not saying it's not difficult. Uh, but you trust in God to do his work in your life. So you keep doing the things we're talking about. You keep, uh, you know, being in church. You keep, you know, all the things, read your Bible and pray, all those things, giving. Keep on resisting temptation, serving God. You don't be a lazy Christian, but you're trusting God because uh, it's him who works in you both to do and to do, uh, to do will and to do his good pleasure. Philippians chapter 3. Okay, our final break of the day. We've got to take it. We can get a phone call or two in on the other side. Good calls during this hour, during the 6 o'clock uh, listening time. Let's hear from you, 205-941-1011. And we've got some text, show, uh, some text messages here as well we'll get to on the other side. Stay with us. It's Priority Talk Live. Priority talk. this is greg and i want you to know about my friend jeff harding and alabama reliable roofing your local roofing expert since 1998 alabama reliable roofing provides residential and commercial clients with exceptional roofing services jeff and his experienced team are well equipped to provide repairs and installations of shingle and metal roofs look i know the importance of a roof and that it's one of the biggest investments you make in your home place of business, or church facilities. Alabama Reliable Roofing understands this as well and has the experience to work with your insurance company in case of storm damage. So whether your roof has suffered from storm damage and needs repairs, or it just may be time for a new roof, you need an inspection to determine the next steps. Company owner Jeff Harding is waiting on your phone call and will be personally involved with every job. Call him at 205-369-9630 for a no-obligation conversation and a free estimate. Look at their work on the Alabama Reliable Roofing Facebook page and then call Jeff at 205-369-9630.
9: Alabama Reliable Roofing, 205-369-9630. Often marketing agencies make high promises with low delivery. Business owners have been burned by these types of companies time and time again. Dot Edison Marketing is built on integrity. They retain customers four times the industry average, move past multiple vendors, lost time, lost money. Contact Marketing and find your marketing partner with integrity at its core. Call them at 205-332-3728 or go to their website at .Edison.com.
7: Hi, this is Larnell, and you're listening to Priority Talk With Greg Davis.
8: What color is love? What color is dignity?
1: Okay, our final uh, moments here on the program today is we've talked all about uh, maturity as a Christian. And uh, lots of good scripture, lots of great calls, lots of great uh, ideas and thoughts and testimonies. My goodness, been really good. All right, uh, let's see what we can do here before we get out on the phones. And uh, did we have a, uh, another text in here? I thought we did. Well, just some scripture. We had uh, somebody share Colossians 1.10, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in knowledge of God. I certainly think that's uh, all about spiritual maturity. Um, uh, and then uh, what is spiritual maturity somebody asked i've lived in christ uh for just a year so i consider myself a babe Um uh, that's the question we've been asking today oh yeah um, i think uh, it's been said in many different ways what spiritual maturity is so uh I, I don't mind going back into it but let's let's get a call in here tony's probably got uh, something good to say about it from gads to hey man Alabama. hey tony go ahead man Hey,
10: spiritual maturity for me is uh, when I realize I learned something and I realize I need to learn some more. Yeah. And you can't ever stop moving forward. If you stop and be still in Christianity, you're actually going to go backwards. Yep. So you got to keep pushing on. And when they say work out your own salvation, I think of that as work on your salvation. Mm-hmm. That's why when people get saved and then they sit around and do nothing, then they wonder, "Well, what's going on? Why didn't it work for me? I don't feel nothing." You got to work on it. You got to read. You got to listen. You got to press in. You got to move toward that mark.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's all
10: I got to say about that. Y'all have a great day. I love you.
1: All right, Tony, we appreciate it. All right, and, man, uh, got a little forest Gump in there for us, didn't he? Just I a th- little bit. Th- that's all I got to say about that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that's what he said. Some good yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, you got to live it out. You know, that's what he's saying. Um, so, you know, to our text message here uh, from Jasper, uh, you know, you got to live it out. Uh, we're glad you're in Christ. Uh, you know, you have to uh, get the knowledge. You know, that's what the Colossians one ten verse just said, and then you have to live it out, and uh, and uh, and walk in it. You know, there's different ways of saying it. Uh, we've had people say it lots of different ways on the show today. So if I were you, I'd go back and, and just listen to the entire show because we've mm-hmm. had a lot of really wise people call in, and they've said it all in different ways. But uh, I think we're all getting to the same point. So I'd go back and listen. All right, Ed, we're going to let you be the final uh, caller of the day. Go right ahead, man.
8: Well, the one thing that I've the Lord has been teaching me lately is when you sing Surrender All, be open to learn more about what all means mm-hmm. as you get older. Because you find out, you may find an area that you really haven't surrendered to the Lordship of Christ, and you, you need to surrender all again, because now you know a little bit more about what that all involves. In other words, root out any point of self-idolatry is what the Lord's showing me, because that will end up making you double-minded, which could make you vomit material in the mouth of God. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and the Lord sent me a, a prophet. He read my mail like Jesus read the woman at the well's mail in the last few years and it's like I was holding a certain area back even though I've been praying unite my heart to fear you Lord because I knew I wasn't as single-minded as I needed to be in many ways and you would think I'd know better by now but then again I guess we we're, we're all can be stubborn at times and not want to see a certain thing about yourself at times but Lord's been working on that and uh so I just ask the people pray for me I get it together because uh I'm, I'm 68. I'm not getting any younger. And like I've been telling somebody I've been witnessing to, we live in the perpetual now. Now's the time of salvation. Now's the time for that obedience. When you're tempted the most, that's when obedience matters the most. And I think that often we just we want to clock out at times and just not be a Christian for a while. And that's that double-mindedness that's attacking you. And that's when you need to pray that you would unite yourself to God in more fully so that you would be devoted in especially those areas where you're probably the most weakest. And just be aware of those and just understand the devil wants to take advantage of you, trip you up so he can accuse you. But just go ahead and confess. Go ahead and con- accuse yourself. Yeah, you got me there.
1: Yeah, well, that's good. Confess
8: that Now get it forgiven now so it's don't carry it over.
1: Yeah, well, Ed, we do pray anything, for Dick, you, brother. Here. We pray uh, pray that the Lord will uh, continue to work uh, in and through you. And as you said, and uh, yeah, you know, we've Dick, all got these blind area, spots avid- and parts we don't want to see, and we pray that uh, you, you'll, you'll walk through those. Real quick, things, we're almost the, out of time.
8: One thing real quick, I just want to say... Where I where I have the most trouble is alone times.
1: Mm.
8: I just go that I need to surrender the alone times to God. Amen. And when I'm older, I get the more I'm alone, and it's, yeah, just, it's, it's true. sometimes it can be tough. All
1: right, Ed, I got to go. Good good All word, right. brother. Good to hear from you from down in Columbiana, Shelby County. All right, Nate, thank you, brother. Uh, Paul, I'm sure he's probably uh, probably just getting to his destination right now. Paul Brazier was with us earlier. If you missed all of this today, that was a lot of good stuff put out there mm-hmm. uh, from the callers and Paul and Nate. I mean, man, good discussion on maturity in Christ, maturity as a Christian. And uh, go back and listen. The whole podcast will be there for you. The entire show will be there. And if you missed any of it, go back and listen in and learn from it. There was a lot of good wisdom shared. All right, we'll be back on Friday. Cleet Hux is our guest tomorrow.